When you work for someone else, you have a safety net that limits your personal liability. When you work for yourself, you're swimming with the sharks. So you need to protect yourself from anything and everyone, including yourself. Everyone likes to talk about having a good offense, but today we're going to talk about a good defense. Coming up next on the Student of Money podcast. Welcome to the Student of Money podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to connect listeners like you to a community of like-minded individuals to help you achieve your goal of financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. This is episode 24. All right, I've sat through seminar after seminar talking about how to make money, set goals, dream build, and manage your time. They all talk about having a good offense. After all, the goal is to make money and have financial freedom, right? You can't win a football game if your offense can't score a touchdown. As Bear Bryant used to say, offense sells tickets, but defense wins championships. In the business world, a good defense keeps your money in your pocket, protects you from failure and even bankruptcy. The average person typically never goes through litigation. They might get divorced or deal with probate because of a death in the family, but generally it's something to be avoided. When you work for someone else, you fall under your employer's umbrella of limited liability. I mean, if you really mess up, you might get fired. But the company, and not the employer, can be held responsible for your actions while you're working for them. So back in 2002, when I started my first company, I was sued by my former employer with a frivolous lawsuit claiming that I violated my non-compete clause of my work contract. While we were in completely different vertical markets doing completely different things, the president of the company that previously employed me said it was his duty to pursue any employee who leaves and starts their own business. Entrepreneurship is something that established businesses really don't like. I've had recruiters, aka headhunters, tell me that they often screen out applicants that have entrepreneurship on their resume. After several years of filing paperwork and thousands of dollars later, my non-compete lawsuit was dismissed as it should have been, but the cost of attorney's fees can strangle a new company from getting off the ground, and that's exactly the point of it, wasn't it? So fast forward to 2018, and I'm in court with a tenant this time over a slip and fall at an apartment complex. Now, my insurance company paid for the attorney and eventually settled the claim, but yet again, as the owner and manager of the property, I was personally named in the lawsuit and had to spend four full days at a trial. And if not for insurance and a great legal team, the six-figure settlement probably would have forced me to sell the property. And of course, there's multiple examples of tenant evictions and small claims judgments, and of course, their countersuits that I've been personally named on. 
Now, it may sound like I'm in court all the time, and yes, I do spend some time in litigation, enforcing contracts, leases, and collecting past due payments. But the takeaway from all of these examples should show you that a good defense is just as important, if not more important, than a good offense. I often get asked, when is it necessary to form an LLC or a limited liability company when buying rental properties? You know, you can hold rentals in your personal name and get up to 10 personal mortgages through Fannie and Freddie Mac without having to incorporate. People often point out that a single member LLC doesn't have as much protection that other entities have and someone can, quote, pierce the corporate veil, unquote. So piercing the corporate veil is a term used to describe a court action where the owners of the corporation can be personally liable for the actions of the corporation, basically losing all of your legal protections that creating a corporation was supposed to shield you from in the first place, hence the name piercing the corporate veil. And first, it's extremely rare, okay? There are ways to avoid that, such as incorporating in the states of Nevada, Wyoming, or Delaware. And I'm not going to go into all the details because it's the outside, it's outside of our discussion here, but there are effective mitigation tools that can be used to avoid the flaws of a single member LLC. So the more successful you become, the more of a target you become. Lawyers look for the best and easiest way to get paid. The United States is number one in the world for the number of lawsuits filed each year. There's one attorney for every 248 people in the United States. So it's bad enough that you have to worry about your investments, your employees, and your tenants creating liabilities. Worse yet is the possibility of you creating a liability. And yes, you could be your number one liability. Imagine what could happen if you get into a car accident and injure someone. They sue you personally and get a judgment in court of a million dollars. As a successful owner of investment property and businesses, you face the very real possibility that a court order would force a sale of these assets to pay for, li for this liability. The injured party would have a claim to all of your personal assets. On a rental property, if you have a slip and fall and they win a judgment in court, they might force the sale of that one investment. If a defendant from a personal car accident wins in judgment in court, they might force a sale of all of your investments. A scenario that can and does happen if you're not prepared. Luckily, there are legal entities in place to protect you from these nightmare scenarios. Things like limited liability companies, limited partnerships, single-purpose entities, holding companies, and revocable and irrevocable family trusts. If you're not familiar with all of these terms, then you should start to learn about them before you need them. Not all attorneys are created equal, so you may want to consider an attorney that specializes in asset protection and family planning. All right, guys, that's all I have for this week. It's not always sunshine and rainbows. 
And remember that the more success you have, the more you're swimming with the sharks. And no one wants to swim with the sharks without a shark cage. Make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast, as well as our channels on YouTube and Facebook. You can also find me on LinkedIn under Student of Money or my website, studentofmoney.org. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and always remember, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Now go take action.